Jimmy Lewis. And I'm Heather Lewis. And we're with JLR Off-Road Training, and this is the Better Rider Podcast. And Hi, uh, everyone. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. This is our this is our first one of these. Um, this is something that we've decided to do on a kind of regular basis where we will bring in um, different coaches, uh, maybe some celebrities, sometimes students. And it's a way for us to kind of communicate and go back and forth, um, give you guys some good information, tell you a little bit about us and what we've been up to. And... Overall, try to help you become a better, more safer, proficient, faster motorcycle rider. Just a better rider. Just a better rider. Just a That's better it. rider. Um, so we've been doing this school for over 20 years. I think we're going on 21 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started, um, it's a long story. We'll get into the the story, which is actually pretty interesting. Um, I used to, when I was racing, um, you know, train riders kind of, well, people just, cause I, I went fast or something. So they said, Hey, can you teach me how to go fast? And I thought I knew how to do that, but a little bit on, um, some of our background, uh, I'm a washed up ex motorcycle racer. And uh, then Heather will tell you about what, where she comes from. I just come from being a washed up ex racers wife. really no no i i've been riding since i was about eight and have ridden with jimmy since i was about 15 and learned to ride from jimmy and all and then also later on learned to ride from my students so but what do you do in your in your real life besides take care of me besides take care of him i'm a forensic scientist and i work as a um as a scientist and i we analyze evidence from crime scenes and testify to them in court and do all that fun stuff just like csi tv yeah it's just like csi yeah underlit tables you know underlit tables i wear you know short skirts high heels yeah actually she just takes care of me that's that's that's, i'm a a non-stop crime scene so um uh but anyways heather has been riding a long time gone through lots of different evolutions in racing what was your what was your best number plate would you win? You got a second in women, or were you uh, W two for a I year? I never, no, no, I yeah. never placed high in the um, District Thirty Seven because I didn't really race that long. I raced until yeah. I was about I nineteen you, or twenty. You were W two in enduros, though. No, was I? You, I, there's I don't a number remember. Plate, there's a number plate someplace around floating around where I knew you had a low number. I've finished first in a lot of races, but I I didn't really have much time in earning a number plate. Yeah, but racing doesn't matter. No, because I'm not competitive. All right. So you used to stop and help too many people. Yes, when you I raced. would. So that's would, why that's what makes you a better. When coach. people would crash, I would literally stop and wait for them to go, so then I could chase them again. So maybe I like the chase. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Heather had a had a, had a short yet productive racing career. Um, I somehow managed to make a living uh, racing dirt bikes, and when I wasn't racing dirt bikes. Um, I was writing about and mm-hmm. testing, doing a lot of product testing uh, for editorial things because really all I wanted to do when I was a kid was get my picture on the cover of magazines, which I uh, luckily succeeded in doing quite a bit. And in that, um, I've done everything from winning backyard supercross championships. So, you know, adults riding mini bikes in some guy's backyard to, you know, being on the podium in the Paris to Dakar rally. So uh, kind of a long history and, and quite diverse. I have raced motocross. I started at motocross when I was younger. And um, one of my biggest things there is I actually qualified uh, for an outdoor motocross national and almost got points. <laughs> um, 
And, but most of my racing was done off-road. Uh, I was uh, had multiple District 37 number one plates. Uh, I was fortunate enough to ride with Johnny Campbell um, one year and win the Baja 1000. Uh, Two-man team, like real men. <laughs> um, and uh, overall, um, had, a, had a very successful racing career. Got out um, relatively healthy. And, um, well, but, you also raced hard enduros, and you even developed your own hard enduro. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, fun, <laughs> stupid fun. Um, yeah, I, I liked yeah, all different kinds of racing. Of- I, I just... I, I got to go every place in the world that I cared to go and a few that I didn't. We um, did some cool stuff. You did some cool stuff with BMW yeah. as, you know, out there racing the 24-hour BMW um, or actually that the night race that we that did. Was developing HP2. Yeah. yeah so, so we've you've gone racing, riding about bikes, and also developing bikes and product testing for many OEM manufacturers. So, so like you like to say, I've, so, I've never worked a day in my life. And but you I know a, like lot of sh- a lot of stuff. Stuff, huh? <laughs> a lot of stuff about motorcycles. Right. And, and, <laughs> and Heather, how to ride them. And Heather is the scientist that can some, somehow extract a lot of the information out of this jumbled up monkey brain that um, sort of spins around in circles a lot of times. So um, enough about us. I'm sure, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I... I only like to talk about myself. <laughs> so uh, that will come up uh, time again in this, this podcast. And if you can drag a story out of me, then that's that's all good. But um, what are we one of the things we really wanted to communicate is that we're going to do this podcast on a regular basis mm-hmm. and with, with uh, different people. And as we evolve, we will probably have the ability to start taking uh, calls and uh, and doing some uh, interaction live and we are launching, and this is kind of like the beginning phases of a very comprehensive online riding school. So uh, people that don't have the opportunity to come out and train with us in person will be able to do uh, a lot of our training uh, through online curriculums and various levels. And as this kind of rolls out, uh, we're doing the beta testing right now of some of this. Uh, we will let you know and communicate with you on that. And there'll be ways to, you know, get your qu- questions answered live and in person and all different ways. We're just trying to embrace the the digital nature of uh, the way things are going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Heather, I think we should probably talk a little bit about how we uh, got started. How did the Jimmy Lewis off-road training evolve? Well, I think it very first started when you first started teaching me. Oh, no, that was horrible. (laughs) You should say that was horrible. No, it was horrible. I did learn a lot from it. I admit I've learned to ride all different types of bikes. Right. And I could ride any bike that you put in front of me, almost any bike you could put in front of me. Yeah, I'll give you any bike. And and ride it okay, Um, but only because you made me. (laughs) (laughs) Not because I really wanted to. I did eventually. So now it's it's so it was so worth it. But at the time, it's never worth it. Always it feels probably bad. Just, it probably goes back to you know having yeah. your 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 husband or, or your, your your wife or your dad one, or your, your someone you, someone you care about, about trying you. to teach. You. Yeah, it makes it hard. It, it, it makes it it makes it really hard. Yeah. And and we we joke about it now. But it was it was no well, fun. it was never fun. I mean, it, it was well, fun for a while. Fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it I was mean, fun I, right until it wasn't yeah. fun. And one of us wanted out. I think I used to I used to cry and then finally it got, it, I stopped crying and I just started saying well, F cause, you. Because crying didn't work because no. if you cried you kind of were quitting. Well because you kind of made it to where you thought Well I made it tough. You, no, you thought negative, in, in negative attention or negative enforcement was better than positive enforcement. 
But later, I think that's I've why I would have been such a better animal coach. <laughs> I think I taught you that positive enforcement works better for me. Yeah, because I found if I got you mad, yeah. you would actually just do it to shut I me know. out. <laughs> so, anyway, that's why we separate husbands and wives in the classes. By the way, we we'd like you to take the class together, but you're paying us to be the coaches. Yes, and you guys and should the enjoy husband, your yes. enjoy your so, time. So, anyway, yeah. So so okay. But that was so, kind of like um, the start. So, that could have been the start. Yes, the start start. Like yeah, the but, first root cause. Right. But then, then, yeah. So then there's, so there was a group of, um, uh, venture capitalists. Yeah. Guys, the, that, guys were, that lived up in the Bay area who were doing adventure motorcycle riding. What? There wasn't such a thing as I adventure know. motorcycle riding. Well, it they didn't were even doing, exist. yeah. Okay. These, these ding dongs <laughs> they weren't wanted good. to ride big BMWs off road. They'd read a Helge Peterson book or seen it, seen some pictures. I think he was really involved David. Well, well, so so I'll get it. So okay. our friend, our friend, our now friend, you know, it was, yes. it was like I said, it was the guy that got got a hold of me. They probably watched the Helge Peterson presentation. Or Dakar. Someplace. I think he was really into Dakar. Oh, David was into David Dakar, David was really too. into Dakar. So David oh, was. because I was a Dakar rider yes. at the time. And so yeah. he looked you up. Right. And they wanted to go ride their BMWs, you know, whether it was across the Darien Gap, around the world, they wanted to go. And so they figured if I was racing them across Africa, then I must be the guy because these guys only went to what they considered the best. And at that time, I barely knew how to teach my wife how to ride um, in, in retrospect. <laughs> I think, that, I no, think you did very well. In, in retrospect. So David got this group of guys. Um, we met him out in um, at State Line, Nevada, Prim, mm-hmm. Nevada. Mm-hmm. They rolled up in a limousine with a semi truck with all their bikes in it. And we unloaded and proceeded to teach Start them yeah. a, a class. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was, I, I knew what I did to ride the motorcycle, but I'd never had to explain it before. And I think this is in our world. What we've learned is that teaching is an art and it's, yes. it's, there's a lot of people that can do it, but they have no idea what they're doing. And then a lot of times they leave out a lot of steps. So, you know, back to the, the, the group and, like um, David, you know, getting this group together, they all learned a ton. Yeah. They, they had a great time. They, they More so, they had a great time. Mm-hmm. And they learned a ton and they wanted to, you know, come back and they wanted to do, do all this stuff. And and all of a sudden, since these guys are, you know, it's like venture. I didn't even know what a venture capitalist was. I thought, you know, now I look back and I'm like, oh, well, venture, that's like adventure and capitalist meant they did it their own way and we're going to somehow make money at it. So they were adventure capitalists. <laughs> they, got us, they got us started. Um, all of a sudden, David's mind was like, he's like, you know what? We need to make the motorcycle riding and training Disneyland. And you're points at me. You're Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and I still make this joke all the time. It's yeah. like, I want to be Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so, But uh, anyhow, that's uh, kind of really how it started. And, and these guys had good experiences. They wanted to come back. They recommended a lot of their friends come mm-hmm. back. And so the phone started ringing yeah, and it really, it and that really was st- early on in the adventure writing. Oh, and they, and they knew about these things called websites that you could yes, get. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They helped us develop this thing called a website uh, that we still have today. Actually, we lost the first one because some Russian yes, hackers got Russian it. Russian hacker got it. Yeah. And then David helped, he helped us, us get, get it back. It back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so back um, in the day. now we're jimmylewisoffroad.com. Uh, that's where you can see our website and see all the different things that we do. Um, our schedules and actually the best thing is our newsletter, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, because yeah. uh, our classes are popular enough. We're lucky enough to where our in-person classes tend to sell out 
And so when we announce them on the newsletter, they tend to get sold out and we're good. And we are even expanding. Um, we have a cooperation right now with um, uh, Paul Neff and a, and a group called CISPA Cycles. So they can do training in the mm -hmm. summer when, like right now, it's a little bit hot for motorcycle yeah. riding out here. So they are up in the Pacific Northwest um, teaching our curriculum and uh, and have, you know, this will be their second season. It was a little interrupted by COVID for sure, but mm -hmm. uh, they're just ready to kick off their, their season. And so these are a couple of the different ways that you can um, get involved with our, with our thing. But that kind of leads us on to how we teach. So what do we teach? I think we teach foundational skills that you can use to develop your understanding of how to ride safely, but also how to ride well. Faster. Faster. <laughs> I think people always want to, to ride faster, That's, of course. Yeah. But I think part of the way we teach is we watch, we give a lesson and then we watch people ride and then we see where they need to be, where they need the, the training or where they need the coaching. I think that's our thing as we so coach strong people. Po yeah, point. And, and, and we have the capability and the knowledge to be able to coach them. And we have the eye to see people and what they're doing wrong or what they're doing right and point it out. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, is kind of what our strong suit is, is mm -hmm. that as opposed to reading off cue cards or, or, you know, just kind of having a, a, a standard drill that's just done and kind of, I've always said anytime you're spending time thinking about what you're doing on a motorcycle, you will probably learn something. Um, and the reason that it, it's difficult if you're just doing it by yourself or without some help is because you could be doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. You could be practicing the wrong thing. So and and over the, the, the time that we've done this and we will talk a little bit about how our courses evolved is we have gone deeper and deeper and farther and farther back into the basics. Yes. Things that you would not even consider yes. in your riding. You, you probably, and, and like a lot of people just get blown away when, when I say, um, I can tell you the two things that are going to cause your problems. It's balance and traction and everything, everything is centered around those two things. How you get to those two things is, is where the expert you know, comes in to, to break mm -hmm. it down. But so we start with some extremely, extremely basic, basic drills that even guys that have been riding for 20, 50 years, oh. you know, we, we, we have gold medalists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have people who've gotten gold medals in extreme uh, sports. Yeah. Guys that have done really and, well at, yeah. at, at events like Dakar and, and, yeah. and, you know, extreme enduros and different things have come and asked for some advice. And when, when I say, well, we're going to work on this, they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, and I I wish I had worked more on this stuff when when I was racing because I just took it for granted that it was that it was at a level that was good or perfect. I'll let's mm -hmm. say I thought it was perfect. It was only good. Now I know because I now I because I, I know because I train and I practice and I and and I teach this all the time and I can see where it is. So I think that one of our strong points is that that we we do start at a very, very basic level. Mm -hmm. So it really works for a wide variety of riders. It doesn't matter. We, we can't really teach to beginners in our classes, but we do have beginners. We do have a beginner curriculum that will get you started and move you up to a place after you practice because we can give you all the drills and it 
you're not going to be able to do them right away, especially beginner, because it's like, well, how do I work uh, this? Is this one? The There's too much clutch going on the at break, the time, And I do so. what with my feet? And I, mm-hmm. uh, I, can, I, I can't stand up because I, I touch the, oh, huh? This is. There's so yeah, much going on in a, a motorcycle lot. when you very first start. So there is a, there's definitely a jump between what we would call a rank beginner and then someone who is a novice. You know, just I, hey, I can I can get this thing moving. I can start and stop. And so we have a, a delineation between um, those two skill levels for sure. Mm-hmm. And once you're a novice, you're ready for our training. Yeah. And and, and <laughs> trust me, we've had some people come here that even though they've been riding for 20 years is are are still not a novice it's it's amazing that, that what they've left on the table what they forgot or didn't even know and continued to manage to get that motorcycle moving whether it's down the road or and now they want to go out in the dirt mm-hmm. and it's a whole different uh, kind of experience so yeah i think i think um so we teach very very basic drills but we take them to a ridiculously high level and this is where she has to tell me to stop talking, yeah. right? Because I'll take something that's something as simple as Above, why yeah. why you only use two fingers on the clutch, or how you how you're going to move your place, your body, your feet on the foot peg so that you can get onto the brake without initiating a turn in the other direction. And and sometimes that's all right. It just depends on the class. So the one of the other ways that we teach is we let the class lead its way, because. Not every class is going to be the same, and it shouldn't be, because we need to make sure that we're teaching the people what they need to learn. We rarely have two yeah, classes that so are the same, and we get a lot of repeat we students have a, that, yeah. that come and say, "That wow, was like I a learned, whole different yeah. class." <laughs> but they've learned more, yeah. so they're not they're, when they repeat, they're not losing. Yeah, because they're the f- learning more. The first time they picked up this, yeah. and the second time, even though that that was there, they picked up this, and and so we don't have like this multi level. Um, I call it a multi-level marketing approach where you have to come to camp A and 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 training B and and you know and advanced rides, riding yeah. C and you have to go on a ride with us to do D and and all these all these things. It's like if if you can if you can make any of our drills look easy and and I will make every one of our drills harder. I'll tell you the next step and the next step because it's the same stuff I still when I need to tune up mm-hmm. my riding, I go practice. It's the same stuff I have advanced guys practice. And generally when I'm working with someone that wants some sort of advanced coaching on an individual basis, I'll have them do something that's really hard and then I'll show them, okay, you 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 know how to do this, but here's where you messed up and then we roll it back into this yeah. basic um, you know, curriculum that we that we teach all the time. So I, I, I think the thing is we, we can teach a wide level of riders. Um, we have a very proven program uh, that is, we always say, uh, often copied but never duplicated. Yeah. Um, we've taught uh, no, a lot of coaches. A lot of coaches. <laughs> that we didn't a lot know. of other schools' coaches. Yeah, we yeah. didn't know we were teaching everybody else's coaches or that you could come and take our school and all of a sudden start a riding yeah, school. Yeah, that's but okay. that's the f- uh, uh, best flattery, sign of right? flattery, yeah, right? Yeah. Or best way of flattery. Copying yeah. is the best <laughs> form of flattery, I guess. Um, so, uh, but um, it just shows that if, if they're able to go out and do this, it shows there's a need for more and more people yeah. training and we're going to try to be a, a lot more accessible. And well, and people you, learn differently. People, all people learn in all different ways and so the other thing we have is we have multiple coaches so i might we all and all of our coaches are basically brought up by us we've we've 
taught they're, them. They're, they're certified. <laughs> they're, we've mentored them. We've mentored right. them to learn how to teach, to learn what the drills are, and then to actually, and they see it. Like they start by picking up bikes and then teach, work their way up. teach our way. And whether yeah. it's a young guy or it's an old guy, you know, yeah. the, uh, ex-racer or a guy who's never raced before, we have a, a wide variety of personalities and coaches. A lot of us explain the exact same thing in slightly different. In a different, slightly different way. You know, language. Yeah. It's all about words and communication. And, and like Heather says, some people take to a, a positive reinforcement coaching plan and <laughs> other people, people take a some good, people want to be beat up yeah they want a good beating yeah so you know so. You, you'll, you'll you'll gravitate towards the the coach that yeah. does it and you'll figure out how it is and and we in this in the the better rider podcast we will introduce you to all of our different coaches mm -hmm. um we'll show you some of our coaches as they evolve as they come up through the program mm -hmm. um and uh it's it's kind of it's it's really if, if I allow you to talk to students at my class, and this mm -hmm. is, I'm taking this very personal, you're good. You, you can, you don't say the standard things. You, it's not like, well, if you go a little bit faster, get over the back and gas it or, or, you know, or break harder. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the, just the ordinary stuff. We're, we're not going to, we're not going to, we call, call it corner coaching. We're not going to stand there and just say, yeah, do this. And, you know, yay. And clap when you tip over and go, you tried really hard. And, we we tend not to do that. Yeah, we yeah. tend not to do that at all. Um, we we really we know you're paying to come and mm -hmm. see us. We respect that. We respect it. We know that you um, you, know, you want to learn, and we want to you know want to give you that experience to whatever level you'd like to to take it to. So, in in that, um, you know, I think uh, like I said, our we, we really focus on trying to be a really good riding school. Um, and, and we're not worried about a lot of the other kind of stuff that goes around us. We're kind of medium at doing our marketing. We're trying to get better. <laughs> um, we are lucky to have a lot of longtime uh, partners that have mm -hmm. helped us, um, helped me in a lot of times in my racing or in different things. I've worked for these companies over the years as an ambassador or, you know, a development guy or mm -hmm. whatever. And, uh, we'll definitely bring attention to that kind of stuff. But, um, Another thing is, is that, you, you know, you're not going to come here and get preached to or marketed to no. like we don't we don't have currently we don't have any sort of manufacturer affiliate affiliation. Um, I'm lucky enough to work with some different manufacturers on different things, but um, we don't it's not like we're one brand. It's not like oh Jimmy's all KTM and Heather's all Honda and and we used to be all mm -hmm. BMW and now we switched to, to the other things. So um, we, we I like to call it brand bedextrous. And because of my editorial background and being able to test everything and wanted to be very objective and, and being able to provide, you know, viewers with really good information about whatever it is we're talking about, testing, mm -hmm. evaluating, the same thing has, is true with the school. So if you want to, you know, learn on a, on a certain, you know, brand of bike and it doesn't look like the same brand that we're riding, that's no problem. I probably familiar with, maybe even be more familiar with your bike than you could be. Um, just from experience and, and bikes are a little bit different, just like personalities mm -hmm. and other stuff. So, and another thing is sometimes we get kind of thrown into, oh, you're only an adventure bike school or no. you're, you, you only teach dual sport and off-road and, and, no. and teach everybody. Yeah. And once you're off in the dirt, once you're on, you know, a knobby type tire, hopefully you're on a knobby type tire because it's a big difference. Um, once you're in the dirt, all the dirt bikes require the same set of riding skills. And There's, the skills that we teach also transform over to the on-road riding. A I certain think, amount, yes. yes. 
because you know the difference is traction. Mm -hmm. It's, oh, it's yes. all has to do with traction. But, but the balance and the clutch and throttle control and the knowledge and and being aware of your surroundings and paying attention Riding to that. Riding off road will yeah. make you a better, better on road yep. rider every time because yeah. basically it seems like you're always out of control if you come from the on road environment into the off road environment. But you know that being said, uh, you know you can you can apply these skills to any bike and we like like the name says we want you to be a better rider so no matter what bike you hop on uh you end up um knowing how to operate understanding your capabilities your limitations um where you excel and then the same thing for the bike mm -hmm. you can hop on the bike and feel that oh this bike i'm reaching the limit of this bike or or this bike has more potential than i do and i need to be careful with it so mm -hmm. um We've in the school, we've evolved quite a bit, too. Yes. A lot of our drills started out, you know, one way, like when we first learned, first started teaching, we taught it one way. But then we started watching. And the more we watched the students, at least me in the back and my, my scientific brain starts working. Right. I'm like, why are they not able to stand up? And I get frustrated because I can't. I can't teach them the, the right yeah. thing. And then so we literally go so back literally, have a yeah. brainstorming about what could what could we do to alter this drill. And it's funny because like our first drill always was, you know, our slower than first gear drill. That was the very first drill. And there's a started, fly in here. Yeah, look at this. We want some <laughs> better rider training. Um, so uh, our, our it was our slower than first gear drill. And we were just amazed that. And, and that wasn't our first drill when we when we started. It was one that we worked into. I remember with the first group, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, I think the first thing I wanted was to do breaking, was, to, right? well, was or, to stand up. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I wanted him to stand Get up because it. it was so important. It was it's yeah. so important on an adventure bike because the bike is so heavy. The bike yeah. is so heavy. You need to use all of your mass and influence. Cause I thought they really wanted to ride him hard. I, and then it was like we realized that after I made him stand up, it's like. Now they're oh, all just beat they tired. Can't, yeah, and they can't they're, slow they're down. They're exhausted. Well, yeah. they couldn't slow down. So we we kind of said, oh, slower than first gear. And we ended up with this slower than first gear drill, which is really great for throttle and clutch control, for mm -hmm. balance. It's crazy for all this stuff. But everybody struggled with it. It was like the hardest thing ever. And it was like, okay, we had guys tipping over doing this drill. What do we do? You know, so we, we've evolved it. And now we have three to five drills before this drill. Just to get just, on the bike. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna just get on the bike. You know, different things. And you're sitting there going, I know how to get on my motorcycle. I know how to you're like, go I know slower how to in first stand. gear. I know how to do oh, this. Oh, you want to bet? Yeah. <laughs> and if you think you can, I can make it worse. Everyone's always like in their gear and they're all like done. They're like, ah, oh, this is gonna be easy. And then they're stripping off their gear, taking their helmets <laughs> off, they're so hot. Yeah, it's like what, so what, what they're what, working what's, hard. What's difficult? Yeah. yeah. And 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 our in our early classes, one of the things that we really focused on was kind of energy conservation. Yes. It was a lot about yeah, guys because guys were really efficient. getting tired so quickly mm -hmm. and they wanted to know how not to get tired. And so we worked on, you know, that and then we started just the drills really evolved. And a lot of our drills that have been copied and put into other curriculums and stuff are these drills from literally 20 a years ago. A long time ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and they haven't evolved and yeah. there's, it's still the same thing. And I, I really hate it when I hear someone come and say, oh yeah, we did a, a Jimmy Lewis drill at so-and-so. And I'm like, what'd you do? <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, no, like, no, no, oh, no, no, that no. was not right. No, no, that's, that's not, that's that not one of ours. Goes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. anyhow. Um, but we've, We've started, like, I think what we used to do is we used to teach people how to ride by getting on the bike and riding. I think that's where we really improved. 
yeah. is we used to get on the bike and ride and just say, okay, we're going to go from point A to point B. Cause we used to take them on some yeah, long trail to, rides. Yeah, move a lot. I mean, we do the basic stuff in the beginning and then we do long trail rides. But then now we, now we've, we've kind of we've stepped two, it back. Bare, you know, we got more than two yeah. solid days. I mean, now we have two solid days of almost drilling. Of just drills itself. The whole time. And then we do a little bit of a ride, but it's really because we've seen that people improve much more by doing those skilled trainings. And, and a lot of times, you know, everybody kind of, everybody kind of wants to go do yeah. that ride, but after they do a few of the drills, they're like, whoa. We're like, wow, they, 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 I they, didn't realize. They, I, I, th I think they realize how dangerous some of the yeah, stuff that could they, really be. they were doing. So, um, yeah. yeah, schools really come kind of a long ways and, uh, thanks. And, for it, and it's going to go a lot farther too. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's going to yeah. be neat just to see that. Especially getting more and more input from this and other people. Right. We'll We're, see more questions and get a lot of yeah, wider, different things. Wider spread. Yeah. So um, with that, thanks, Heather, for yeah. uh, joining me on our first uh, Better Rider podcast. Well, thanks for teaching me how to ride so many years ago. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for not divorcing me six or seven <laughs> times on those trail rides, <laughs> on those training things. We uh, now enjoy riding together. Yeah. Yeah. Because now there's Heather rides and there's gym yes, rides. Heather rides. If you want to go on a chair ride, do a Heather ride. Yeah. If you want to get tortured, then with, you know you don't and want to. Do I always tell people you don't <laughs> want to ride with me. So um, with that, we're going to kind of kind of wrap it up. Um, like I said, uh, I'd like to personally Thank and one of the things we're going to do on these things is we're going to give away some nuggets of riding tips. Okay. Um, um, and this one, not this one, but the next one, we're going to bury a good riding tip nugget in here. So if you're watching it, you can actually it's something you can actually go out and and do. Um, in, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give one away. Just give one away. Okay. So here's the one we want to give away. I want you to walk around your motorcycle and you can only touch it with one finger. Now, this is something I kind of uh, did. You can I, work up to that. You can, you work can up start to by using one hand and one then work hand. your way up to one finger. This is just going to work on bike balance. That's mm -hmm. it. So try to do a lap around your motorcycle. You know, don't let it don't have it next to the to the Mercedes or the, <laughs> or, or next to the brand new Ford Raptor in the garage. You know, you, you give it some room because it might not go as, as easy as you think it will. But try to try to keep your bike in balance and do a lap. You do a lap around your motorcycle only using one finger. Maybe start with one hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then go from there. And then uh, again, like to thank uh, a lot of the sponsors that have really helped us kind of along the way. Um, uh, one is Kenda Tires. Um, mm -hmm. I run Kendas on all my personal bikes, and and they make great adventure bike tires, great dirt bike tires. Uh, Climb makes exceptional riding gear. Mm -hmm. um, I've been wearing that since the very first pair of pants that they sent me in a magazine. I said this stuff is good and it lasts. Uh, we also have partnerships with Scott's Performance, uh, Fast Company, Flex Handlebars, um, CD Boots. Um, actually, Alpine Stars Boots helps you out. <laughs> you wear those, yes. <laughs> um, so a lot, a lot of different, um, a lot of different companies. Tugger straps for when you're out mm -hmm. extreme enduro riding uh, with those things. Um, tour what, Tech for sponsoring us. Tour for Tech, the, yeah. We the, go do the Tour Tech tour rally tech every year, um, and they help me out with a lot of my adventure riding mm -hmm. accessories. Uh, things like that. So um, these are a lot of the companies that have uh, kind of been with us for a while. They offer uh, students that join the class a lot of discounts, which is pretty cool. But uh, that's Wolfman for... Wolfman Luggage. Wolfman Luggage. That's uh, yeah, another one. So um, anyways, I think that's uh, that's it for this show. And with that, we will uh, see you out on the trail. Thanks, guys. So, cheers. Cheers.